Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad, no one will film it. These brave podcasters will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads with Sean McBee and Joshua Baker. Yes, and Jeff is here to let us not forget. Unfortunately. Please do not forget. <laughs> I finally got a peace character that's that's decent and they can't kick me out now. <laughs> I don't think they're going to kill him in the first scene. Like, yeah. I mean, he started dead, well, honestly. That's true. Yeah, it's it's finally a reverse come up and through all of my reanimated. If you're confused, uh, if you clearly didn't read what you were clicking on before you started playing this episode, <laughs> uh, this is part two of Gladiator 2 by Nick Cave. And, um, oh, shit, is it bad? It's slow. I'm, I'm determining how bad it is by how many pages we typically get through. The last one was good, so we were going about 40 pages at a time. Last time, we, we only made it through about 19. Oh, yeah. This is probably going to be like a 60-episode script. <laughs> 60 episodes of this shit. Boy, I really got to redo my guest contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, especially since you're not getting paid. Like, this is like straight any- slave labor. Yeah, See, you used to be a general, and now you're a slave, and then you're going to be a gladiator. It's You're living the script. This is my biography. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why we picked you for Maximus. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, I thought it was a good thing. You look good in the picture, too. <gasps> oh, yeah. Check out that <laughs> art. Everybody stop the podcast. Go back. <laughs> look at the cover art for this Look at episode. the cover. He is very badass. All right, let me recap real quick. Good luck. Previously on Table Reads. So Maximus is dead. So he's in the afterlife. He goes for a walk. Nothing much happens. He talks to some gods. Nothing much happens. He continues to walk. Exterior desert. Exterior desert. Exterior desert. Exterior desert. Exterior desert. I feel like you're burying the lead on Toledo. There was some Toledo. He goes to Kansas or Spain (laughs) or doesn't. His family is dead. Some some of them. But his wife gave up her spot in Elysium for his son to live again. Maybe. A full healthy life in Toledo, Kansas. Everybody giving him any information at all is by definition, uh, in an unreliable narrator. So we can't trust anything that anybody says. None of anything makes any sense. And the script is fucking bad. I can write songs. I can write a script. I mean, I loved Red Right Hand. Does that qualify him <laughs> to write the follow-up to a Best Picture winning uh, film? I don't, know. Um, I don't think so, mate. The answer is is no. Negative. That's no. Negative. I mean, Leonard Cohen wrote Hallelujah. That doesn't mean that I want him writing the sequel to The English Patient. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do now. <laughs> with, with, with modern health insurance regulations, that'd be a great sequel. <laughs> Oh, 
man. So let's <laughs> let's fucking read this thing. Let's do it. Fade in. Exterior, the desert, dream. Oh yeah, at the end, he tried to go to sleep in the afterlife where he's dead. He's all yeah, tuckered yeah, out from walking true. through 17 exterior desert shots. I'm very sleepy from being dead. I don't, uh, a figure like, walks forward shimmering in the heat. The figure collects its form as it draws closer. It is a woman. It is Maximus's wife, Maria. Help us, Maximus! Oh, Maria, Ooh. in this instance, Ooh. is played by Rita Moreno. What a choice. <laughs> awesome. I'm fucking with it. I mean, like it. If, you're, if you're gonna have a Maria, get the Maria. You know, West Side Story. Nick Cave doesn't respect our time with this, so you shouldn't <laughs> respect this character art. Or, or maybe she can be uh, Rosie Perez. <laughs> oh my God, Maximus. <laughs> I I actually like that better. I, dude, you're fucking running because my my Maximus is not going to be consistent. <laughs> Help us, Maximus! Maria moves closer. Help us! Ooh. Exterior: the desert, camp by thicket. Maximus rears up from his sleep. It is morning. He looks around him. Maria. Maria. <laughs> Maria. Oh, maybe it is Maria. Ma Ma I don't give a shit. Oh boy, Ma Maria. When we, Mario. She's one character that when we met in the original, she was already dead. It. Remember, crows were picking her. Oh no! You are very badass, Jeff. I'm fucking spooked as to what. <laughs> <laughs> the sword that we used for your photo shoot earlier just fell over. Maria! <laughs> <laughs> Give me your breastplate. <laughs> Maximus hears the voice again and leaps to his feet. Help us, Maximus. <laughs> Maximus looks around in panic. He hears a movement in the thicket, turns and sees a dark fleeing shape. Maria! <laughs> Help us! God, this is so bad. Maximus follows the voice, skirting the edge of the thicket. Maximus hears a crashing in the brambles and a strangulated moan. Maria! <laughs> <laughs> this is the rest of the movie. Exterior desert. <laughs> Maria! Exterior desert. Maria! <laughs> for, for two hours. Oh boy, I thought this was going to be hard. I'm, this is right. <laughs> Maximus sees the shape again, tears at the brambles, and finds a great stag, its horns entangled in the thicket. The stag looks at Maximus with its spoked, spooked rolling eyes. The stag's head is torn by the brambles, its forehead speckled in bright blood. It opens its mouth soundlessly. Help us! Wait. It opens its mouth soundlessly, then says something. And then Maria, I guess <clears throat> her voiceover comes out of its mouth? That's not I... soundlessly. <laughs> that's a sound. Well, it wasn't like... <laughs> oh, that's the distinction? <laughs> he has to go that detail? <laughs> a parched deer opens its mouth. 
I mean, it would have been weirder if it opened its mouth and went, Oh, can you help us a bit here, mate? <laughs> I got my, my antlers stuck in this, this thing here. I don't like it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little stuck here. Could you help? Maximus draws his sword and begins to hack at the brambles. <laughs> it's better than hacking at the stag. <clears throat> the deer bucks and kicks. Maximus continues to chop. The stag panics and its eyes roll white. It releases a terrible moan. <laughs> Hold on, let me try that again. He's really not wanting to edit this board. <laughs> it releases a terrible moan. <laughs> Maria! <laughs> the stag chokes itself to death in, the th- in thicket and dies. Maximus draws back, his arms and chest torn by the briar, his sword limp at his side. The voice of his wife disappears. Exterior, the desert. Jesus Christ. Maximus trudges through the desert. The terrain has become rockier. The sun beats down. Maximus sees five... You could have said he sees five people. You don't need to say his name every five seconds. We're looking at him. We know who it is. He's the only fucking character on the screen. Mm. Maximus sees five people wearing pagan masks, squatting on boulders. They are naked, but for their masks. The leader stands. He wears the horns of the stag, the skin thrown over his back. They watch Maximus as he passes. Maximus continues on, growing weak, the unholy sun hammering down. Exterior, the desert. Again. (coughs) Maximus, weak and streaked in blood, falls to his knees. He bows his head. He closes his eyes. Oh, my wife, my son, I'm sorry. Maximus stays like that for a time. He raises his head. Maximus sees, ahead of him, in the distance, shimmering in the heat, what looks like a small man-made shelter. He stands unsteadily and moves towards it. Exterior, Hephaestus's shelter. Maximus approaches the shelter. Lying on his back on a crude pallet is Hephaestus. He is old, wasted, cadaverous, barely alive. Hold on, let me get my thesaurus. The deadest guy you've ever seen. (laughs) He holds a rough cross made of sticks in his bony hand. His movements, such as they are, are dreamlike and slow. Maximus stares down at the pitiful creature. Hephaestus turns his head, slowly and with great effort, then looks up at Maximus, his eyes deep and dim in their orbits. I have been Maximus kneels down beside Hephaestus. I feared ye not come. Maximus opens his skin of water and puts it against Hephaestus' lips. I've been sent to kill you. Hephaestus coughs back the water. He closes his eyes. He opens them. (coughs) We are dying. The gods, aiding from the grand scheme. It is for the better. Hephaestus turns his head away and looks about him. They have deserted me, my followers. Left me here to die. Did you see them? If they fucking deserted you, 
how would he have seen them? They they're still hanging out. Like they're oh. still hanging around. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So they're being like real passive aggressive. They're like, you know what? We desert you. We're we're gonna stay. We're just gonna turn our backs on you so you can see us. We're gonna go stand on that side of the street. Is yeah. it is it the five guys you ran across outside? That's, I that's think probably. so. I mean that would in Nick Cave land. So why are they still wearing like pagan masks? Or are the pagan masks for a, a different god? So oh. like no, no way this much thought went into this. This guy literally just left the temple, walked in a straight line, and then found the guy he was looking for. That they couldn't find. He yeah, took a like, nap oh. first. That's true. He, he was all tuckered true. out, poor guy. And he, and he killed a deer. Yeah, he fucked well, the deer. the deer killed itself. Well. The it, deer was a character that I would have played on the last screen. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Maximus nods. They have lost faith. They fear death, oblivion. I want to chime in to the middle of your dialogue and say, we are in the afterlife. These dead people fear death. <laughs> what is happening? We don't know that it's the afterlife. All I know is this is exterior desert. We know it's the afterlife. They said pretty clearly, the, oh yeah, yeah everybody's this is the dead, afterlife. Yeah. I think he passed a sign at one point that said afterlife. Five miles ahead, also five miles behind, also right where you are. Exterior desert is just a euphemism for afterlife. Oh my god. I'm gonna read forward. Hold on. <laughs> I tried to tell them all true and the rewards would be beyond measure. Oh my children. Hephaestus's hand tightens around the cross and his voice drops to a barely audible whisper. Maximus leans close to hear him. I have seen the ways things shall be. There is but one God. May you forgive all that we have done. I'm sorry, did this God just tell us there is only one God? I guess this God believes in our Lord Jesus Christ as his one and only so, Savior. So one of the gods from the Roman pantheon is a monotheist? How? <laughs> yeah, but he just said we are dying, we gods. But he and then he's like, "There's only one guy." <laughs> I, I, you know, I find the idea compelling. Like I've never heard that before. You know, a god believing in Jehovah, a, right? Like, like a conspiracy that there's one god that's been pulling the strings no, no, of the sub gods. It's not just that he believes in the Abrahamic God, right? It's that he believes that's the only god, despite the fact that he himself is a god. Well, lots of people don't believe in themselves, son. <laughs> Yeah, but what, but I think I think maybe he's coming to the realization that he has a power, but not like the powers. Like all the people below him are like almost God, but not quite. There is the the one God. No, I think that fucking Nick Cave ate the wrong mushrooms and just got behind his typewriter. <laughs> you know what? Nick Cave does not deserve this argument. I'm not going over this. <laughs> he didn't put this much thought into it. We're not going to. Hephaestus moans horribly. Uh, <laughs> oh, the rivers of blood, the torrents of fear. <laughs> he got a little uppity yet. He was oh, dying a second ago. play the want, want, want. The whip. <laughs> Say it more whiny. Oh, the rivers of blood. It's your line, Maximus. I must find my wife and my son. Yes. Your son is in grave danger. Marty, we have to go back. He stands before a great storm. In his hand, the nub of truth. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no. I'm, I'm not touching that one. He's, Is that not the name of the script? Gladiator to the Nub of Truth? <laughs> go, 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 go. My, my son? What are you talking about? We are all in such terrible and grave danger. Where is he? What do you mean? Hephaestus reaches out and with his skeletal claw grabs Maximus and pulls him close. Come, I will show you. Hephaestus stares into Maximus's eyes, clutching his rough cross. Help me, Maximus. Hephaestus arches his body suddenly, stretches back his neck, and opens his mouth soundlessly. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps playing the same scene over and it's over just... with different characters. Like, I saw a deer that looked like you. <laughs> Get out of the bramble, old man. <laughs> Marie. Exterior, town square, lions. What? Max, Maximus, I think we're in France now. Okay. All right. Uh, Maximus rises out of the body of a dying Christian. The Christian is arched backwards, mouth open in a terrible scream, a sword thrust downward deep in his chest. All about him, Christians are being massacred by a mob of civilians and guards. Some kneel, some attempt to flee as they are clubbed and hacked to death by a frenzied mob. You know what? This is this is how Christians feel they're being treated now. Make America great again. He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if everything's so unfair, we don't get to run everything the way we want anymore. I don't get all the tax incentives that I used to. <laughs> My pastor only has four yachts. If you bake this cake, that's no different than stabbing me with a sword. <laughs> All them gays out there getting married to each other. Looking beautiful. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Making me feel like I don't have to live a lie anymore. Well, fuck them. That was solid. Turn that it off. Really like a light switch. <laughs> Go click. This is a man trick. <laughs> New podcast. <laughs> the Book of Mormon. The, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> I feel like there's an audience for that. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> we are making the podcast for ourselves. We had three listeners this week. I just listened to it in my car. And just laugh and laugh. Um. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Bodies twist and shudder and spurt blood on the ground of the town square. The air is full of screams of pain and prayer, while the music is very uplifting. <laughs> pain and prayer. <laughs> Maximus looks about him in horror. He sees, at the center of the mayhem, an old man. Polyph Polyphonus? Mm. That's... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Polyphonus? Uh, prob yeah, probably something fast like that. I think we need more vowels. I feel like there's a Y missing. Poly and an I. Polythinus. 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 I like polythinus. Polyanus. Polyanus. The one poly pocket I didn't have. I, they called me polyanus because I have seven anuses. <laughs> several anuses for different days of the week. Polythinus, kneeling in the dirt, petitioning to the heavens in prayer. He holds a wooden cross. Christians try to protect Polythenus mm. and are slain in the process. 
Maximus is attacked by the mob. Maximus draws the sword out of the chest of the Christian and begins to hack a swath through them. With great art, he chops and swings at the blood-hungry mob. Several guards bear down upon him. The guards raise their swords against Maximus to deliver the death blow. A man, Lucius, 25 years old, tall, powerful, virile, pushes through the crowd on a large black stallion. Wait! The guards lower their swords and take hold of Maximus. Lucius dismounts and walks toward Maximus. Bloody sword in hand. Now, if you guys don't remember, this is the now-grown son of uh, Commodus. From the oh. first movie. Okay. okay. It's uh, like Treat Spencer Clark. I have seen this man before. Lucius touches Maximus's breastplate with the tip of his sword. What is your name? The crowd has quieted. Polythenus addresses the heavens, clutching his cross. I'll be Pol Polyanus. Polyanus. Good luck. Oh, Lord, almighty God and father of your beloved and blessed son. Your name. Leave the old man. He has no weapon. Lucius gestures toward Polythenus, who continues to pray. Through whom we receive our power. Wait, power? Where does he get that? Ooh, who, to whom we receive our knowledge of you. Who? Him? The beloved Bishop of Lyons? I said leave the old man. Do you threaten me? Lucius turns and walks away. Seven paces. Eight. Today I am in heaven. Do you threaten me? Lucius turns, then runs toward Polythenus bringing down his sword and with one mighty blow decapitates him. He turns to Maximus and the guards. His Roman breastplate, brindled in blood, is brindled a word? I, I'm gonna look it up. Brindled. Lucius points his sword at Maximus. Kill him. Maximus headbutts one guard, disarms another, brings the sword down upon another. A guard on a horse bears down upon Maximus. Maximus drags the guard from his horse, mounts it, and, the, and as the Christians scatter, flees. Exterior, outskirts of Leon's night. Lions? Leon's? Mm, I don't know. Lions sounds good. It is night. Thank you. Slugline didn't <laughs> tell me that. Maximus leads the horse down a road on the outskirts of Leon's. He moves quietly cautiously under the many stars i gotta stop for a second because i'm real confused <sighs> about where the fuck we're before maximus Imagine. rises out of the body of a dying christian Is that what it says that's what it said before yeah when I, we first came here so but it's not the one that ghost? Gets did he like, did the rib cage burst open and chest Maximus just came out in a shower of gore? With his breastplate on his back and everybody's like, what yeah. the fuck is he doing? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles! <laughs> I, I, I'm also, I thought I was reading it as he was the Christian that was stabbed. Yeah. But it's not. He actually just popped up no, next to him. Rises sure? out of the body of a dying Christian. Christian. The Christian is okay. arched backwards, mouth open in a terrible scream, a sword thrust downward deep in his chest. So Maximus just comes out of this dude and then takes the sword out of his chest and starts hacking at people. Yo, this is dumb. This is... I, I, I was with you on the ghost thing, too, because maybe that was like, he's like, don't touch the old man, and they still, like, 
slaughter him. Maybe he couldn't hear him, but then he headbutted well, one also, of them. Well, also, I thought Lucius, when he said, I, I have seen this man before, I thought he was talking about Maximus. Yeah. Because... It, it is. Doesn't he touch his breastplate with his yeah, with the pointy Yeah, he hand? does. He does. But he just ignores that. I'm super confused as oh, to Jesus who's talking Christ. to who. But I can tell you what brindled means. <laughs> Brownish or tawny with streaks of other color, especially domestic animals. Ah. Okay. Did... did <laughs> Did that word originate in Australia? Because that sounds like an Australian word. Like, oh, you got brindled, mate. Scandinavian, Middle English, English. Did you get it from Wikipedia? And was the article written about 2008, 2009? No, it's it's the Googs. Oh. I think he's implying that Nick Cave made up a word and then made a Wikipedia entry. For <laughs> it's it. like a like a brindled puppy, like okay. like a like a brindled uh, pit bull or something like. You that. You know, to me, that sounds like a a puppy that's been like tied up. Brindled. It's because it's really close to bridled. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's a stretch of a word. Yeah. Yeah. Lucius touches Maximus's breastplate with the tip of his for- sword, says, what is your name? And then it cuts to Polythinus, poly- polyamory, um, praying. Dude. And then he's like, your name? Leave the old man. He has no weapon. I... What do you mean, leave the old man? I have my sword pointed at you. Why are you talking? When did they stop fighting? When did this start? Mm. Oh, boy. I'm getting a migraine. I hate this. Um, It is night. Maximus leads the horse down the road to the outskirts of Leon's. He moves quietly, cautiously, under the many stars. Two young men, Peter and Marcus, emerge from the shadows. There are so many characters that just come in and immediately vanish from the script forever. They confront Maximus. Maximus's hand moves to the hilt of his sword. We've been looking for you. Come. What do you want? It is not safe here. Come. Ooh, <laughs> I love that guy's Ooh, voice. Oh, that was a good one. Peter takes the reins of Maximus's horse. Come. Interior. House of Arrhenius. Leon's Knight. <laughs> So many anuses in this <laughs> A small room, lit by a single candle. Iranius, 37 years old, and five Christian men and a young Christian girl sit silently in the yellow light. The door opens. Iranius rises to his feet. Marcus enters. He ushers Mac- in Maximus. Iranius addresses Maximus's- Maximus in a hushed voice. Trying to get all these people together in my head. Good. Oh yeah. Good luck. So, I don't know who the fuck they are. Aranius is thirty-seven years old and speaking in a hushed voice. So there's there's another character, Paul, down here too. Did he oh, did boy. he read like a bad book on script writing where it's like around page twenty-five you need to introduce eight new characters? I we're selling yes. action figures here. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. The one complaint about gladiator was that it wasn't toyetic enough yeah i just had the one gladiator and i'm like i'm not entertained what do you want to bet later on there's an action chariot that pops up oh with like missile launchers yeah there's like scorpions on the side of this (laughs) (laughs) god damn it (laughs) there's there's uh there's corpse rising maximus Oh, yeah, he it's, explodes it's a, through a Christian. Exactly. <laughs> he pushes by the, the breastplate. <laughs> the action figure has a hole on the front and back for the breastplate placement. <laughs> 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 
internal breastplate, Maximus. <laughs> and don't forget your exterior desert playset. <laughs> it's, it's, it's able to go into fetal position when the breastplate is on back. <laughs> it makes its own phalanx. What the fuck? The exterior desert playset is five square miles of playset. <laughs> Lots of desert. God damn it. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll be Arrhenius. Arrhenius. Uh, Maximus, it, now with sunburnt walking action. We, <laughs> we saw you today, fighting the square. He just gave up? Who are you? <laughs> hey, Maximus, what's up, man? What's up, Maximus? <laughs> yes. Page 26, the page where we came up. <laughs> Shit. Oh. All, he brought all these shits to give and he just ran out. <laughs> hey, I saw you today fighting the square. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Uranius opens the collar of his robe and shows Maximus a symbol of a fish hanging on a leather thong. Are you one of us? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> One of the men, Paul, stands. His head is bandaged. We're followers of Christ. You fought beside Paul us. Paul McCartney. Why? <laughs> <laughs> just Paul McCartney and a fucking, fucking a California dude. nondescript a dude. dude. <laughs> What's well, up, you, man? You, you know Nick Cave would be like, Hey, Paul, <laughs> I've got a script for you. I'd like you to cameo in my movie. How you feel about gold? <laughs> um... <clears throat> I saw no one fight today. I saw sheep bleat at the slaughter. Wait, what? Okay. Oh, yeah, you, sorry. Yeah. Yep. I was behind. You saw the serpent himself. His name is Lucius. He believes like all the other Roman idolaters that he can snuff out the candle of truth with a sword. But he is wrong. He raises up the sword, perishes by it. His sword made short work of your bishop. Polythenus. Wait. Polythenus will be with God in his day. This day. In glory. That's not bad. I'm, I, really I have a better, a better Liverpudlian accent. I, I don't know why it won't come out on this podcast. Well, you're probably used to saying good words. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've never heard Paul McCartney say Polythenus. Polythenus will be God on this day. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> As one falters, there beside him is another. My name is Irenaeus. I am the new bishop of Lyons. And when I fall, so another will stand to take my place. Then I too will be in eternity. You will be hunted down and annihilated. We are people of peace. What do you want from me? <laughs> Irenaeus turns and moves to the window. He looks out. The young I would girl like a burrito. Stands. These two these people are having two separate conversations. Yeah. They're talking at to each other. Yeah. It's like Maximus is going to turn. And he's, oh, you've got a Bluetooth in. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> talking this whole yeah, time. Sorry. No, no, no. Ear, ear, really ear, AirPods. AirPods, you, man. I don't know if you heard the thing, but I'm the new bishop. Super fucking busy now. <laughs> Irenaeus turns and moves to the window. He looks out. The young girl stands. She glows ghostly in the yellow light. What is this last name shit? Oh, Lucius, 
parentheses last name is returning to Rome. Oh, I don't know, but you're. Oh, you're. Where are we, you at? We got a young girl here. Yeah. First. Oh, I miss it. My, oh, bad, my bad. You got the best young girls. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Look at him, the hands. <laughs> oh, he's transformed. He's not Sean anymore. <laughs> he's got contrapasto all we of a sudden. Sean. He's like. Uh. We need your help. <laughs> help. Iranius continues to look out the window. He does not turn when he speaks. Lucius' last name is returning to Rome. <laughs> Our leader in Rome must be alerted. His name is Cassian, last name. He is a school teacher. These are not my concerns. <laughs> um, I, I guess... They haven't picked last names. Here's my guess. That's my it's like guess. like, I uh, fucking didn't watch the first movie. <laughs> I don't remember what anybody's last name is. I'll just put a placeholder in. But then I'll totally give this to Russell as is. He can fill in the last names because he's going to love this. He just read everything off the back of the VHS box. <laughs> it's like, Lucius. It's not it, mate. It's not, it's, uh, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> Iranius turns. He looks at Maximus. Of course not. It is only that we saw you today and thought you could help. We're sorry. What is this, Seven Samurai? Fuck off! Maximus turns to leave. Marcus opens the door. At the door, Maximus turns around. Today, in the square, what did you do? Nothing? Why did you do nothing? What? Oh, boy. <clears throat> sorry. Today, in the square, why did you do nothing? Iranius touches the symbol of the fish around his neck. Faith. In what? No question mark. In <laughs> what? <laughs> In a better world. Maximus beyond. looks at the young girl who stares back, her eyes innocent and vulnerable. In the dim light, Maximus fucks her. <laughs> Maximus's face. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go back to the first <laughs> exterior desert. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like it. I like it. Maximus fucks her. Your faith is misplaced. <laughs> <laughs> the, the nub of truth. <laughs> <laughs> Your faith is he misplaced. He's my nub of truth. <laughs> I'm no longer young girl. <laughs> oh, now we I'm stop a improving woman. this script. <laughs> Woman girl. All right, read your line again. Fuck. Your faith is misplaced. Maximus leaves. <laughs> Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. What's up, docs and docettes? Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes critic here, and if you like old cartoons and watching online reviewers dissect them, then you probably said the same thing I did about two years ago. Hey, what the fuck? Bear, watch your language, you bud. Every Saturday morning, I do a brand new commentary of a Warner Brothers short. All throughout the month, I do video essays examining the history of these cartoons. Catch my videos on youtube.com slash ferriswheelhouse2, or just use the hashtag Looney Tunes Critic. And now, here's Eric Bauza, the new voice of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> You've been listening to the Looney Tunes critic. Ain't he a stinker? Lights, camera, action. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, back to table reads. So, I mean, still really nothing has happened. No. No. Like, I guess he's back in the real world now, maybe? Through some memes? You gotta go through a Christian. 
That's how you get back from but life like, when you squeeze Hephaestus, out of one, right? Hephaestus grabbed him he, and is like, come. Well, well he like But went, then where'd Hephaestus go? He went, blah. blah and, then, yeah. and then he exploded through a uh, Christian, right? So uh, he he ate him, and whatever Hephaestus eats, he shits through a dying Christian. <laughs> I want to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now angry that this didn't get made. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo in Exploding Christian Bodies. Pops out disappointed. God is not dead. Part three. Oh. Hephaestus. Three's already made. This would have to be part four. Can you imagine oh, really? someone mm -hmm. getting this script and being like, guys, I'm going to be in the sequel to Gladiator. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Russell Crowe gets the chest burst out of me. <laughs> Oh man. That would be an awesome thing just, to like post on your Instagram story. Like you got a fake Russell Crowe head walking on set. <laughs> <laughs> and what's with all these names? These it's these a, are not Roman names. It's a They're, cadre of people that don't matter. What I don't remember it like the action scenes didn't need to be this slow or broken up in the first one. It was just like fight, 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 resolution. Then we talk about what's gonna happen after that fight. This is like fight, fight. Stop. Everything's terrible. Yeah. Fade in. Interior. Console of Lions. Leones. Fucking whatever it is. Knight. Lucius. Fit and iron heart. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, in. Jump right in. Jesus. So that, that's not a good description, huh? Fit and iron hard stands beside the console of Leon on a balcony overlooking the city. The console is flabby, Ooh, distracted. They drink wine. The night is silent. There are many stars. I could hear the screams from here. Was you, I Lucius? You were Lucius. You, you were, were Lucius, uh, yeah. You want me to be console? <laughs> yeah, you be, you be console. I could hear their screams from here. Oh, perfect. He sounds like a Vogon. I was going flabby and distracted. <laughs> I can't remember what Lucius sounds like. Was, you were he like was just a really, manly. Yeah, you were like oh, a Oh, he was child. the he was the manly guy. Yeah, I yeah. can assure you that they will be silent now. You did what you came to do, Lucius. Now your work is finished. I assume you will be leaving in the morning. Anxious to be rid of me, Consul? Desirous of a little harmony, Lucius. What is it that those poor wretches say? Follow all things that make with peace. Dangerous words, Consul. Within that one axiom lies the death of us all. Lucius places his cup on a table. Close up of a bead of wine as it travels down the cup and bleeds into the white tablecloth. It spreads pinkly. I leave for Rome tomorrow. I have work to do. Okay, none of that conversation meant anything. It was all just pure gibberish. And then you know for a fact, right, that Nick Cave was like, oh, this fucking wine. Okay, so it comes down and it bleeds into the table and it's a fucking metaphor. Do you get it? Do you get it? I'm not going to explain it to you, but you, you get it, right? Yeah, Nick. It's an totally. unnecessary amount of pinkly wine that spreads, takes up the whole tablecloth. Fuck it's it. a metaphor for the blood of the Christendom. Yeah. That's, yeah. Christendom. <laughs> the blood of Christ. Not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Drink of my blood. That sounds like vampire. Eat movie. of my body. Burst of my chest. 
That's what Gladiator needed more of was chess bursts. That's true. Well, it might have won the first ever double Oscar had it done. It <laughs> double <laughs> Alien it's, versus Gladiator. It's just a, is it's the an Oscar right? with a chest burster exploding <laughs> oh, out of it. Actually, guys, guys, for serious though, if if Ridley Scott made Alien versus Gladiator. I would watch it. I would watch the show. We wouldn't have been able to read it on this podcast because it would have been made already. Yeah, yeah. it would have been good. It would be amazing because Ridley Scott made both those movies. Yeah. This is on Little Universe. Okay. Oh, I need to think about this. Listeners of Table Reads, <laughs> I wish there were more of you because right now I want you to start a petition, please. <laughs> petition Ridley Scott to make Alien vs. Gladiator. Because it's got to be better than all four Alien vs. Predator movies put together, right? Yeah. There was four of those? Yeah, oh, they, yeah. They so there was only two. Well, they don't have numbers. Yeah, there was... Like, the the first some one of them have Requiem. numbers, right? Like, that's how they... They're yeah, not there's Alien vs. Predator. There's AVP. I don't know. Maybe there are only two. Oh, I feel like there <laughs> were four. He made two more. They were so like, bad, oh, they shit. felt like more. They're just breeding. Look at the damn bastards just breeding down there. Well, because, you know, it's like it's like you took two R-rated Predator movies and four R-rated Alien movies and went, let's make a PG-13 movie with both of these things. Doesn't make any sense. I, I love it. They're horrible. <laughs> Even so, well, the so, second one okay, was Okay, no, awful. no, get this, get this, get this, guys. All right? So someone's head is going to get ripped off of their body manually. No blood. Huh? Huh? What do you think? Uh, efficient killer is what I think, and here's all my money. <laughs> for the kids. You know, for the kids. Uh, where the, where the oh, fuck, fuck are we? Uh, we are exterior. exterior desert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exterior. Field on the outskirts of Leon's. Night. Close up of a huge pink moon. Maximus lies on his back in a field, his head resting on his breastplate. It's a pillow now. It's like a multi-purpose <laughs> breastplate. It's like the Leatherman of Rome. Sleep Spaniard. <laughs> His horse grazes beside him. Where did he get a horse? It burst oh, out no, of no, the he, chest of another horse. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, in defense, this is the one part that does have a mission. He headbutted a guard, took him off his horse, and then rode out. No, but then he had a whole other conversation. He just parked that horse. And then had the whole conversation with the young girl. You know, I feel like the editors would have been like, guys, I can't put my name on this. They'll think this is bad editing when it's really just bad writing and filmmaking. Like, he has a horse and now he doesn't have a horse. What did you guys cut out? Nothing, man. This is this is this verbatim. Is everything. <laughs> what if there was just a scene where he was like, ah, oh, we got to cut for time. And it's just, it's just, uh. Uh, Maximus going to the city like, who is the main bad guy? <laughs> I'm looking for an antagonist. <laughs> yeah. Try to find the through narrative. Well, Antagonesis is over there. Antagonesis. Antagonanus. Antagonanus. You come for me, Spaniard? <laughs> He stares up at the moon and the many star. Can he stop talking about how many stars there are? There's lots of We've them. seen the sky, guy. You're, you're not taking advantage of this. This is the first time that Maximus has stared at something and it didn't stare back. <laughs> like <laughs> The stars open their mouth. 
<laughs> Maximus stares at the moon. The Good moon Lord stares listening. back. <laughs> the tide comes in. Exterior, Toledo Farm, afternoon, dream. <clears throat> Maximus's son, Marius, seven years old, stands beneath... What the... Shut the fuck up, Siri. No, let Siri be... Uh... <laughs> Maximus's son, Marius, seven years old, stands beneath the great poplar on the dirt road that leads to the Toledo farmhouse. Marius waves. Father! A wind blows up. The great poplar bends and turns its leaves. Father! Oh, that one's not shouting. The other one was. Father! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're really doing this justice. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I wish it was a question mark. I'm Father! Father? Father. <laughs> I'm reading this as well as it's written. Yep. Within the sound of the wind, we hear many horses galloping. The sound of the horses grows louder. Marius, wait. So she gave up her place in Elysium so that her son could live again. Uh, and I know this is a dream, but did does that mean that he's seven years old just on his own in the world? Yeah, like where he was hanging in the original movie, like his burned body or whatever. Yeah. He's just poof alive there. <laughs> Surrounded Ooh. by death and, yeah, yeah, and destruction. Yeah, whoops. So, well, this is the dream, so it's just replaying well, the yeah. same shots from the first one where he gets run over by yeah, the but, horses oh, and okay. shit. But I mean, this this has all the implications of like yeah. the unsnapping. Yeah. Oh, like he comes back as a burn victim? Like, <laughs> oh, no. Like he's got life and it's just a life going, ah! Father! <laughs> Curse you, mother! <laughs> and the rest of his life is spent trying to kill the god that brought him back to life. <laughs> I want to see that movie! But he's been given eternal life. So yeah, he cannot, yeah, he die. cannot die. <laughs> just in constant pain in hell Shit! forever. For hundreds and hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> That is an entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> you, we just fixed Nick Cage in a cave's movie. Only took 30 pages. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cave is the Nick Cage of writers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bees! <laughs> My eyes! <laughs> I haven't blinked in 40 years. Oh, man. With the sound of the wind, we... Oh, the... Yeah. Um, Marius looks around him turns and begins to run toward the farmhouse. The sound of the horses grows to a thunderous roar. Marius runs, looks over his shoulder, his face twisted in fear. Exterior, field on the outskirts of Leon's, sunrise. Maximus wakes with a start, face beaded in sweat. The thundering of the horses continues. He stands in the field and looks to the road that leads out of Leon's. Maximus sees Lucius leading his 20 guards at a gallop down the road. Lucius rides, erect and rigid in his saddle. Yes. He was iron hard, now he's erect. Same this thing. <laughs> his name is Lucius, the nub last name. <laughs> <laughs> Lucius the hard on. First of his name. <laughs> His pale eyes full of grim determination. Maximus stares after them as they disappear down the road in a cloud of dust. Exterior, road outside of Lyons, morning. Maximus rides his horse through the countryside. Exterior, road to Rome. 
wheat fields. Afternoon, Maximus passes golden wheat fields. A warm wind blows through them and they sway. Maximus reaches down and touches the tips of the wheat. I remember these fields. I remember such fields as these. I remember this shot. The like, most important shot. <laughs> uh, quick, quick question. I don't, I don't. I hate to do this. What is? What are we doing? I feel like we're traveling through time. I don't know what's happening. I feel like he's he's going. He's back. riding to Rome. Yeah. Exterior road to Rome. Wheat fields. Afternoon. To do what? To be in Rome. Oh, okay. And meanwhile, the music's all like hi. I can't remember how it goes, <laughs> but you know that whole chanty yeah. music they yeah. have through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. the Halo sounds and, right. And your thing, yeah. Oh, Kilimanjaro. Suddenly and without warning, a small girl, six years old, covered in blood, bursts out of the wheat onto the road. Her face a mask of terror. Maximus's horse rears. The young girl sees Maximus, turns in fright and charges back into the wheat from whence she became bloody. <laughs> ah! And then runs <laughs> You're scarier than whatever did this shit to me! Ah! Actually, actually, this sounds great. I really hope the next part is him just shrugging and riding on. <laughs> He's like, ah! <laughs> clop, 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 Do you have clop. any road trip music? <laughs> like, for the rest of the... <laughs> I started over. Started started suddenly and without warning. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm trying to see where she. Um, Maximus follows after her, riding up the road along. Because when a young bleeding girl runs away from you, you chase her down, right? <laughs> no, he, he's gonna catch her just to be like, "What do you want from me?" <laughs> Let's have two different conversations at the same time. I want to go home. What do you want? Where? This, <laughs> you know what this dialogue reads like is when when you're having a text conversation and someone asks you one thing while you're responding to another. You gotta stay on mic, <laughs> man. So no, I was just trying to get out of it. That's fucking good. <laughs> Uh, riding up the road along the edge of the wheat. At the top of her eyes, Maximus turns sharply and follows the edge of the field along. Maximus dismounts. The small girl crashes out of the other side of the wheat, and Maximus scoops her up in his arms. The small girl looks at Maximus, her eyes bulging in her head in abject horror. Maximus hears a moan come from the wheat and finds two men and a woman, farm workers, trembling and cowering on the ground. The woman reaches up with shaking hands, and Maximus hands her the small girl. The woman takes the girl and shrinks back from Maximus. I mean you no harm. The two men and the woman tremble and shake. What happened here? What do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> I'm when when I make my Maximus joke voice, it's totally Christian Bale's backhand. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> Maximus turns away from them and sees at the bottom of the rise a small river. Beside the river lies a slaughtered family. Maximus moves down among them. A small farmhouse smolders. A man and a woman lie half in the river, half out. And the water runs red. Like the wine! 
on the tablecloth. Yep. It's all a metaphor. You guys, you just don't get it. You're not smart enough for Nick Cave. An infant lies butchered by a tree. Pleasant. A young girl, legs streaked in blood, kneels by the river, her hands clasped together, bruised face heavenward. She prays. Strung between two trees on a makeshift clothesline, white sheets flap in the wind. Upon one of them, the symbol of a fish has been painted in blood. Or wine. Or Maximus, sword drawn, moves slowly around the carnage. The sheets flap. He parts them, moves through them. A figure stands before him. <laughs> An infant lies fast on the ground. <laughs> Maximus lifts his sword to strike. It is Mordecai. Save your strength, gladiator. I'm already dead. Mordecai! The gods allow me to return from time to time, for service is rendered, you see. But I suspect it is just to torment me. Mordecai lifts his face up at the sun. I wish I could feel that sun. Mordecai looks at Maximus. You can't see me. You can see me. <laughs> I have dyslexia. <laughs> you can see me. Others can't. Maximus sheathes his sword. What are you doing here? You, my friend, have angered the gods. They have deemed you never return. Return to the other world. Great, I'm immortal now, peace! I've seen that world. For now, my place is here. Ever. Mordecai looks around at the carnage. He looks at Maximus. Look at these people. They have spent their days preparing for this moment. With just a whisper of hope in a better world. A world without end. They have laid the true prize of eternity to waste. Their brief but beautiful lives. I've witnessed the way these people are. They lay themselves before the sword like beasts. I must go. I must find my boy. Mordecai laughs. <laughs> Your boy? He is no longer a boy. He's a cinder, Me screaming in pain for all eternity. <laughs> he is a chestburster as well. <laughs> <laughs> he is no longer a boy. Many years have passed since you died. Your son will be a man. A, a man? How can that be? Time, time here rushes by, Maximus. In the other world, it crawls. Then how will I know him? You are his father. You will know him. Can you tell me where he is? He is in Rome. That is all I know. But I do know what he is. And what is that? He's a cat now. What the fuck? Mordecai gestures to the massacred Christians. Look around you, Maximus. <gasps> Maximus looks around in disbelief. The sheet flaps. Maximus looks to Mordecai. Mordecai has gone. <laughs> There you go. I was about to say, you're playing the road music. He saw what's coming. Exterior, road to Rome. Trying to Early find, evening. Finding my son, the murderer. He's just hamburger. He's just a hamburger. <laughs> Max, oh, I want a hamburger. Maximus gallops down the road through the open countryside. Exterior, hilltop, sunset. Maximus stands on a hilltop, silhouetted by a dying sun. He looks out across the land, all bathed in gold. Exterior, road to Rome, morning. It's a good thing he was already on the road to Rome when he found out that's where his son was. He just 
keeps going right where he needs to go. How he, he's not turned left or right. It's been a straight line since this the entire temple. movie. That's right. Been the whole a movie. single straight line. Wake up. Go to the pit. Go to the temple. Go to the yeah. hut. Go to the Rome. He doesn't even have Gollum guiding him. That's true. He has like an inner compass. You think maybe, that's why he turned this movie down? He's like, oh, it's too much traveling, mate. Maybe, <laughs> maybe his breastplate has a compass in it. Or just points him in the direction. Well, you know, he, he got fat later on, so he's probably like, I want you to rewrite it, so I'm just sitting the whole time. <laughs> it's the it's the prequel movies, George Lucas, just sitting. He just really wants to be the next Brando in every way. You know, uh-huh. the first one, I did a lot of big speeches. I like to cut my dialogue about half. <laughs> Something really different, you know, different on. The horror, the horror. <laughs> you know, the best part is I'm going to charge him four times as much to get me. <laughs> <laughs> My rate's really gone up since I won the Oscar for the first one. It's true. <laughs> now I'm going to really throw away all that capital I got. <laughs> I ask a lot of questions. That's what I want to do. Well, Max a man that gets to the bottom of shit. Where? <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from me? How? <laughs> when? That's, that's the big question. <laughs> when? Is, he hasn't asked when, not once. <laughs> We're wondering that question. <laughs> it's our job. When does this movie start? Uh, I think like as soon as he dies. Mm. And and it also No, I'm like neglects- in the script. Where does it start? Is this all pre-credits? Salid <laughs> <laughs> in. Also, you know, th- this movie completely neglects the fact that we see him walking through Elysium after he dies. And he wakes up in not Elysium. Yeah, shit, shit village. No, this movie. No, what they do is they put a field of wheat on your way to the shit place <laughs> to trick you to thinking that you're in Elysium. It's like the good place. This is the prequel to the good place. The, see, if they would have ran the shot a little longer, his hands, he would have smacked the bloody girl. <laughs> <in> the <wheat. laughs> this is pleasant. It is. It's very... I'm enjoying this. I mean, we need something, right? On the road to Rome. (laughs) It's, you know, it's so like Lord of the Rings with all the walking and everything. Yeah. That it's fair to have some like Shire music. Gandalf. Frodo, he is searching for the ring. You're late. (laughs) A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. Exactly on time. What do you want from me? I'm going on an adventure. (laughs) I wasn't dropping no Eve, sir. (laughs) I wasn't dropping no Eve, sir. Honest. (laughs) Oh, man. Can we just stop this and watch Watch that movie? movie? I'll watch some Fellowship for four hours before reading this for another 20 minutes. Uh, oh, we're, we're about at an hour. We're almost done. Hey. Hey. Let's let's call call that a good thing and just get to a good stopping point. Um, Where are we? Uh, you're on oh, Road to Rome morning. All bathed in gold. Exterior Road to Rome morning. Maximus moves down the road at a pace. It is unspecified. That <laughs> is a family. Father, mother, two sons in a horse and cart. Their meager possessions piled on the back of the cart, moving in the opposite direction. The family watch Maximus as he passes by. Exterior, plague village, day. What? 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 
Maximus approaches a small village of crude houses. Outside the village, two men sit by the side of the road, a rag held over their mouths and noses. One of the men gestures to the deserted streets and shakes his finger. The second man copies his gesture. Maximus nods and turns his horse away from the village, then stops. He turns back. Maximus looks down at the second man. Where did you go? I'm right here. What the f- <laughs> The second man pulls the rag from his face and smiles up at Maximus. It is Mordecai. The first man looks at Maximus, bewildered. I was called back. They need me there more and more. They need me. Mordecai stands and looks down at the village. Plague. We can go around. Mordecai laughs. <laughs> no need for that, my friend. You are already dead. Mordecai stands and begins to walk boldly down into the village. Maximus, on horseback, follows. Fade out. So, can we... Can we determine what Maximus's goal is? Uh, to find out what everyone wants from him, and to find <laughs> his son. He's finding his son. A plane to Toledo. But kill Hephaestus still? Yeah. Why yeah, did he can't he go back? He needed though. to kill Hephaestus to go find his son, right? Yeah. But he didn't kill Hephaestus, who was on the verge of dying already. Right. And he still got... This guy does not know what he's doing. You think he was sitting on that hilltop where, like... And he was, like, sitting there thinking for a second. He's like, wait, did Hephaestus beat me? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> and he just started stabbing himself. I want to go back. Oh, but you can't go back. You're a Highlander now. You're already dead ten times. <laughs> the Even the... Guys, I've never seen a script where the state of mortality of the hero was so uncertain. It's very questionable. Is he dead? Is he alive? Is he resurrected? Is he in a half-life? Is he undead? Is he a zombie? What the fuck is happening? Oh, he nice. hasn't eaten. Yeah, yeah. Well, he hasn't eaten or shit or. Well, he sleeps. He does sleep. Yeah, but he only sleeps. He doesn't like. It's he, not like he. He eats. sleeps so he can have dumb dreams that mean nothing and then vanish. Though <laughs> so he's kind of like a shitty vampire. Uh, he's got a lot. Maybe there's a lot on his plate. And we're just not, so maybe he still thinks he wants to kill Hephaestus. That's to get his wife back. His son's alive. He's kind of got him. He's about to find out he's like the sacker of Rome like I guess the kid's like a fucking slayer now or he's a Christian now or turns and out possibly be. I don't know wait because the river fish meant Christian yeah. right yeah. yeah so you know like it's drawn in blood it, it was on his on his chest but later he'll have it on the back of his car yeah, it's a little Darwin fish yeah <laughs> Well, the little the, feet, the not Darwin one. Oh, the not Darwin one. Yeah, yeah. It's just the fish. The one, the the regular fish, but it's eating the Darwin fish. Yeah, because because ah. yeah. 
Eat the, eat the non-believers. Science. I want a big fish that's eating all four of the different kinds of fish, and it, it would be Gulpo. Oh yeah, and the, and, the and, fish and, that eats concepts. And <laughs> then and then Qui Gon will be like, "There's always a bigger fish." <laughs> and then there's a I don't know what he wants. I don't know where we're going, and I don't know why we're going there. I know one thing. This is bad. It's pretty bad. On a scale of one to totally dog shit, it's a dumpster fire. I feel like he wrote a movie called Gladiator. And they're like, ah, it was already one of them. And he's like, ah, He hasn't two. gladiated at all. That's true. He, he fought for like 10 seconds. And I was over here vibing to it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like yeah, but that wasn't gladiating. Nah. Gladiating is a verb now. I've coined it. And uh, I will get my... my do credit in history for doing so. <laughs> that was his a pivotal scene in the first place. Like, I will gladiate until I am free. <laughs> uh, oh, gladiated he, all over her face, neck, and chest. He's like, you want me to gladiate? I will be a clown and make everyone glad. <laughs> the, that sounds like a, a villain in a comic book. The gladiator. It, like a clown villain. He's more of the Inquisitor. He's not. He's not said a statement yet. Like he's only asked questions. Yeah. Like he's not said anything with any substance. Who am I? What are you? Where did you go? It's like. Why a, are you? No, he said. I mean you no harm. It feels like That's a. Right. It feels like a two D side scrolling video game. That's all it is. Just forward. Like, oh yeah. He forward, just goes always. forward. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way to go. He can't go back. Like it's almost like Legend of Zelda two. Hey, well, okay. So the one line he did have that I enjoyed no, when he was roasting. No, because you can go left or right in Legend of Zelda two. This is more like Contra, but without guns. <laughs> <laughs> up down up down left and right. And invincibility. Left, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just, just move forward. Blast, there's aliens there. What are them about? Don't or, know, they're dead. Or like Super Mario Brothers, if all the pipes are blocked off. <laughs> so you can't even go down. It's just like, ah, I'm going to go this way. You're already dead. I, poof. I wish I knew the ending of this script so I would at least be able to be like, look, guys, oh, he's you know going what? for it's something. It's all going to come together in the end, and we're all going to be like, oh, shit, this is good. Why didn't they? No, I'm just kidding. Please let that happen. <laughs> no oh, way. Oh, I guarantee you it is not. Um, hey everybody, go to Joshua Babe JoshuaJBaker.com. JoshuaBabeBaker.com. Yeah. <laughs> that's his Tinder profile. That's my that's my grinder profile. Oh right. Uh, for all your voiceover needs. He does stuff. Go go there, look at it. Um follow us on Instagram at the table reads, on Twitter at the table reads. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash table reads, like, and subscribe, tell your friends. We're going to get the fuck out of here because we just cannot anymore. This podcast was created by Sean McBee. For more, visit tablereadspodcast.com. Cut to black. Cut to black.